0: Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead.
1: Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is December 21st, 2020. In a place called Newgrange, just north of the River Boyne in County Meath, Ireland. There exists a giant burial tomb, constructed its estimated around 3200 BC, and measuring over an acre in area. Little is known about the people who built it. However, we can surmise that they had some knowledge of both astronomy and engineering, since each year, only at dawn on this day, the winter solstice, a beam of sunlight shines through a specially contrived opening above the tomb entrance, illuminating carvings on the walls of an inner chamber. Given the immense resources necessary to build this monument, archaeologists have speculated that it was central to their religion, and it's easy to imagine ancient rituals, where the high priests of that religion would promise the people that the sun would once again rise higher in the sky. They were, no doubt, revered by the people for the accuracy of this prediction, and for their role in making it happen. Today, on the shortest day of our longest year, congressional leaders have concluded their ritual of frenzied negotiation, And produced a new coronavirus relief bill. While it can help some workers and businesses get through this winter, it'll do little to accelerate the arrival of an economic recovery. Despite this, investors can have confidence in that recovery in the months ahead as vaccines rather than fiscal policies finally vanquish the pandemic. They should also, however, consider the long-term costs of the fiscal and monetary measures taken during the pandemic. In addition, they should recognize an expectation of strong earnings growth and low inflation that seems to be fully priced into parts of U.S. equity and fixed-income markets today. This pricing underscores the need for a more active and diversified approach to investing going forward to avoid mediocre returns. The roughly $900 billion stimulus bill contains some familiar features. These include a one time dollar check per adult or child below certain income levels, a $300 enhancement to weekly unemployment benefits for 11 weeks from late December to mid-March, as well as money to fund extended unemployment benefits, $384 billion in new forgivable PPO loans with expanded coverage, an extension to eviction moratoria to January 31st, and $25 billion for rental assistance, $82 billion in funds for schools and colleges to help comply with health protocols, $48 billion for the purchase and distribution of vaccines and enhanced testing, and $45 billion for airlines, airports, and transportation infrastructure. In addition, language has been added, forcing the Federal Reserve to close four lending facilities while returning unused funds from these programs to the Treasury, and prohibiting the Fed from restarting these programs without new legislation from Congress. For the economy, this package should indeed provide some relief. The resurgent pandemic has clearly caused an economic slowdown which is becoming evident in short-term indicators, such as unemployment claims, airline travel, and restaurant reservations while fourth quarter real GDP growth could still be as strong as 5% annualised. Growth in the first quarter could slip to 1% or below. The cash infusion of new stimulus checks and enhanced unemployment benefits should go some way to sustaining consumer spending over the winter months. In addition, new PPP loans, while clumsy and bureaucratic, may help some companies cling on for a few more months. That being said, the short-term nature of this relief underscores the need for a further stimulus package, in the new Congress, since it is clearly not enough to sustain either the unemployed or small businesses until the pandemic winds winds down. In addition, the lack of further fiscal relief for state and local governments increases the likelihood of further layoffs in this sector in the months ahead. For the federal government, the new relief package will add to the deficit. In September, the Congressional Budget Office estimated a deficit of $1.8 trillion for this fiscal year. This package, along with another relief package in the new Congress and an infrastructure bill, could boost the deficit to between two point five and three trillion dollars, raising the national debt to close to one hundred ten percent of GDP. For the Federal Reserve, in theory new language barring them from reopening credit facilities should not diminish their ability to combat financial shocks. After all, a simple act of Congress could provide them with new authorization. However, the history of the Great Financial Crisis suggests that Congress is not particularly wise or timely in dealing with financial issues in a politically charged atmosphere. For investors, the passage of this bill, assuming it gets quickly signed into law, should provide some relief since it can lessen economic hardship over the winter. However, it should also be noted that a combination of big deficits and low interest rates during the pandemic could set the stage for higher taxes and interest rates when the economy is fully recovered. Investors should also recognize that, after a surprisingly good year for portfolio returns, asset prices look stretched. The Ford PE ratio in the S&P 500 as of Friday was 22.1 times, 33% higher than a 25-year average of 16.5 times. The real yield on 10-year treasury bonds, using year-over-year core CPI inflation, was zero, negative 0.7%. These valuations suggest very modest returns on plain vanilla portfolios in 2021 and the years that follow. This being the case, investors may want to look for better value within particular pockets of U.S. equity markets, as well as ensuring they have greater exposure to international equities and alternatives. The sun will once again rise higher in the sky and the U.S. economy will recover, as it always does. However, this broad economic recovery will not change the fact that the pandemic has left many individuals impoverished and many small businesses closed forever. In a similar way, a broad economic recovery provides no guarantee of further gains in financial markets in the year ahead. In fact, a starting point of big deficits, low interest rates and high valuations could make this a very challenging year for a traditional 60-40 portfolio. This being the case, it is important for investors to remain vigilant and ensure that their portfolios are best positioned still to ride out the winter and prosper in brighter days ahead. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative.
0: This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production.